TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right. Uh, good morning to all. Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. It's a notable weekend on a bunch of fronts, one of which was, and we knew this was going to happen someday, I was hoping it would hold off a couple more decades. But uh, you know, if you remember the movie The Natural, there's that moment where someone says to Roy Hobbs, end of the road, Hobbs. Well, and it wasn't, by the way. Hit the home run. Got the Knights to the World Series. Never found out what happened in the Knights in the World Series. They win or lose. Did Roy play or not? We don't know. But here's what we do know. There will be no future World Series for Sports Illustrated. Looks like it's over. Looks like it's over. I mean... Look, you could see it coming from a mile away over the last five or so years as America has shifted its attention to the phone over the last 20 years um, to the immediacy of just information just right there at your disposal for all sorts of Internet articles that are. And by the way, we've got multiple we'll get into today, including another from Joe Santa Liquido that is about the Eagles. And of course, we remember years ago when he wrote the Carson Wentz article and he wrote a deep dive on the Eagles, some, most of which focuses on Jalen Hurts. We'll get to that later this hour. But um, So, you know, we as consumers are just consumed by op- options. This ain't like 1980, let alone 1960 anymore, where it's like, yep, not, not a ton. And Sports Illustrated's an all-timer, and there it is, waiting for my weekly Sports Illustrated. Like, Seltzer, you don't have to wait for your weekly Sports Illustrated anymore. Yeah, man. And, and but it was fun when you did. We did, dude. It was I remember fun. the feeling of it coming in the mail and, and knowing it was coming that day right. and running to check and getting it and, and the Thursday, cover and the whole Yeah, like <laughs> I, I remember it so vividly. Yeah. It, 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 it sucks, man. And, and I'll tell you what I also remember. The, um, the classic Philadelphia covers. The classics. I mean, obviously in recent years, and I say recent, I'm saying like the last 15 or 20, like Brad Lidge, obviously, after the Phillies won the World Series. And Snowball. Snowball. When I was going to say mm-hmm. Nick Foles catching the ball, Philly that, special, yeah, Super Bowl. But but Foles in the snow, 2013 was a great one. Jameer Nelson, when St. Joe's was number one in the nation. Allen Iverson, back in 2001, was a classic. I mean, Randall Cunningham, the ultimate weapon in, in the early, I think it was early, 90 or 89, whatever year that was. I mean, there was some... Um, there was some classic, classic. I mean, Jim McMahon on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Doc, obviously. Um, just some class Moses. I mean, there were some classic Sports Illustrated covers. And, uh, you know, incredibly, most people probably don't even know this. Apparently, SI, I don't know how long ago, went to a monthly publication. So, you you know, you, you just knew the end was going to be near sometime soon. But uh, looks it's not definite, but it, it looks like it's pretty much on death's door. At Sports Illustrated, it will be no more really soon. All right, let's go to the phones. 215-592-9494. Let's get to Dan in Philly. Good morning, Dan. Morning, crew. How are we today? Doing all right, Dan. Joe, you really can't be serious about your take with Jason Kelsey. With what? With your upset that he's enjoying a game. Upset, upset's too far. I'm not upset. I said I did not enjoy seeing Jason Kelsey do that. But, I mean, how does that affect you? Like the guy, the guy is literally living his life I outside of football. I, I mean, to even have a take on it is a take. No, well, first of all, I don't give you takes. I give you my opinions. Well, um, you, you know what? I, that's, that's what I mean. That's, <laughs> it's just, it's just, I'm just telling it's you. Just I was crazy. asked the question, how did I feel seeing it? And I said I, I didn't like it. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. The guy's living his life, supporting his brother. No question. City, I watching that. the sport that he's dedicated his life to. I know. I understand. After he's finished. I got you. Um, that aside, so – I'm not like big on firing coaches, but after hearing the past couple of days, and 
I don't think it is right for Nick Sirianni to come back. A, uh, Devin made a point on Wednesday that <clears throat> if he comes back and we hire another offensive coordinator, which it looks like he's going to, and they're successful, that guy's gone. So it's, it's the same problem over and over again. And I also think that the players like A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts are actually starting to think that they're on the same level as uh, Nick Sirianni at this point um, in terms of if oh. Bill Belichick walked into that locker room or Jim Harbaugh. They have cachet, and all of a sudden they had right. now they have a figure they have to listen to. What a change um, that would be! You know, there, yeah. When we, we, we I, this was a couple of weeks ago, we were talking to Howard Eskin, and he brought up the possibility that Nick Sirianni, like, what if he lost his hammer? What if he lost his ability to discipline these players? You know, in today's world, it, we see it in the NBA an awful lot. You know, the the coach no longer has the the leverage to tell players the way he wants it. It's more or less, how do you like it? And I'll try to adapt my coaching to the way you find preferable. Like, I hope that's not the way that this NFL is headed, but it feels like it's inevitable to some degree that the big name guys, the big stars, the quarterbacks, and, and everyone else have so much more leverage than even the coaches at times. Don't you think like uh, Hertz and all look are looking at it as they all came up together at this point, like as opposed to uh, Bill Belichick walking in that locker? They have to listen to him. It's not, it's not their scheme. It's not their offense. It's not their stuff. Like they're gonna have to do what Bill Belichick says. I Does that makes sense. I don't know. I I know that <clears throat> the discipline, the, the the focus. Like I, I know it would be entirely different if Mike Vrabel is is the head coach of this yeah. team. Dan, you know what I think? And look, I can't say this for sure because I wasn't an NFL player and I wasn't in an NFL locker room. But here's what I'll tell you: what I sense, players respond the most to, people, coaches, that show them the right way to do it that leads to winning. I mean, whether it's disciplined or undisciplined, and obviously discipline helps more than undisciplined, if you if you lead the athlete to the water of winning, the athlete's probably going to be more inclined to eagerly go to that water the next time, even if it's a little hard. But but when but when you're not winning, and it, clearly the Eagles weren't at the end, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. Dan, give me a great answer. Best performance in a movie this century, what is it? Listen, the movie's a little underrated, but it was really good, but Mickey Rourke in the rest. Yeah, that is a good answer. That's a really good answer right there. 215-592-9494. Up ahead, okay, I mentioned it earlier, Santa Liquida with an article out. Big part of it is about Jalen Hurts. We'll get to that. Uh, Elliot Sure Parks later in the program as well. Also, we got to play, play a little game here related to something that happened in the NFL playoff games. we got so much going on, including your phone calls. Even a report this weekend about Chip Kelly. Believe it or not, Chip Kelly as it relates to the NFL. That and more up ahead. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. On 94 WIP. Is 2024 the year after years of wear and tear you've made the decision? It's time for a knee, hip, or shoulder replacement. Talk to your doctor. The date set and the team at NovaCare Rehabilitation is here for you. Did you know attending physical therapy before your replacement surgery can significantly help your recovery and movement post-surgery? And then once you have your new replacement, you already know and trust NovaCare's physical therapists to help you fully heal. They are experts in balance gait training, and pain management. Your joint replacement needs are unique. NovaCare's team will develop an individualized treatment plan to get you feeling strong and back to the things you love. You did not come to this decision lightly, so rely on the physical therapy provider you know and trust. Choose NovaCare to get back to work, sports, and life. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy before... TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Good Monday morning to you. Or bad Monday morning to you if you're an Eagles fan in a bad mood still. I get it, guys. Believe me, I get it. Watching those games this weekend, I mean, on one hand, it's fun because it's playoff football. But on the other hand, it's really aggravating. Really aggravating. And then, of course, if you wanted Sirianni gone, and most people did, Tuesday of last week we had a poll where 81% thought he should be fired. 70% thought he would be fired. And here we are starting another week, and at least at this point he has not been fired. And while it's certainly not a done deal that he's going to be staying, um, you know, I think you're getting the sense more and more that it's more likely that he's going to be staying than certainly we thought midweek last week. So we will ask you this Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, proud to again be Pennsylvania's number one Chevrolet EV dealer, arriving shortly, the Chevrolet Blazer EV Together, let's drive ArminChevy.com. Today's question, if the Eagles are keeping Nick Sirianni as their head coach, what is your reaction? We've got two choices here. Choice A, don't like it. Choice B, like it. Seltzer, you have drifted into the choice B category. Why? Because you were initially last week when the season ended, you were ready to can him. Mm -hmm. And you expressed late last week that you're coming around to perhaps not being ready to can him. Give me your evolution there. Yeah, so I went into the Tampa Bay game saying I wasn't going to, uh, that I would give them a chance, an offseason, yep. to to fix, to try and fix it. And then, obviously, the Tampa Bay game was horrible and and kind of pushed me one way. But the more I think about it, like, again, I, if they had fired him, I wouldn't have been, you know, freaking out upset. But I, I think this guy deserves a chance to try and figure this out in an offseason. Like, Again, he's the winningest coach in the history of the franchise through three years. He was in the Super last year, one year ago at this time. Literally right now, a year ago, we're coming off a 38-7 to win over the Giants in the playoffs. Like, a year ago, he hadn't even coached in the Super Bowl a year ago yet, and he's already gone? Like, it just seems reactionary. It seems a prisoner of a, of a bad moment and not looking at what the guy has done over three years. So I, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. it's um, Look, I hear your argument. I get it. And, and I'm not saying it's not unreasonable, but I just don't think it's – sufficient enough i mean john it feels to me i understand I think that's too much focused on the success that i believe was in large part due to the coordinating of other coaches no longer here and when those coaches shane steichen jonathan gannon were no longer here nick sirianni and the coaches who replaced them weren't as good they just weren't as good while the rest of the t- while the rest of the league got significantly better John, what about we left in the it's lurch. also no, hard it. to go to the Super Bowl and lose and come back. Let's remember that stat. Thirty one percent of teams that, that lose in the Super Bowl make the playoffs the next year. I don't sixty nine percent miss the playoffs. But but that's silly to not care yeah, about it. It's should silly care, to go out there and not have a plan for you know exactly the way the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are gonna attack you and you don't have a plan to to stop the blitz. Right. Like that that part is crazy. Especially that, after the Giants game. Yes, because and, and that's an ongoing right saga. So yeah. so this this sort of like round this into that concept. Like it's crazy to continue with what does not work. I think that this coach does not work for this quarterback. I think that this coach, he keeps telling us it's his offense, does not work for this offense. Why is it that no one has the pride to say, hey, yep, I'm calling plays. Like, no one knows who's the play caller still. Like, we, we got little clues left at the end of the season yeah. that it's both of them. That's that's not functional. John, what if Laurie and, and Howie think it's more Hurts? And I think well, there's I a think that's reasonable be chance. part of yeah. this, and, and that's why they're, they're allowing themselves this, 
deliberation. Right. Like, yeah, I know Jalen Hurts needed to be better. And and you can see he's making the wrong choices. You know, this year in 2023, so many more times than in 2022, he made the wrong choice. We talked about the pull read. We talked about how his whole life he was so, you know, it was so inculcated into him. This this whole feel of the ride and decide mesh point. Like that's a lot of decision making that he had built in through the years that you like you can't substitute that. It's it's great that he's got that, but now you got to build from there. You got to build him out from that basic, you know, that that starting point. And this coaching staff has done a really poor job of bringing Jalen up to speed with with what the NFL did to well, him. I agree. This year, think about this. Think about we watched Jordan Love. We watched the Packers. They took a quarterback who had all this talent in the world, all the physical skill in the world, and they said, okay, we're going we're gonna to try to teach him. We're going to try to teach him the right way. We're not going to rush it. We're just going to, you know. And they were successful. They, they, yeah, they three years the to ultimate, learn, yeah. too. Absolutely. No, that's fair. Absolutely. A, a different schedule. But it's also no. year four for Hurts. I mean, he's not like a complete, you know, novice anymore as an NFL player. He's year four. Yeah. He's be about to enter year five. It's, it's Wait, unfortunate. Wait, do I have that right? Three years of Sirianni. Yeah, one adult. Yeah, he's about to enter year five. It's unfortunate that his development didn't get to be the way that Jordan Love's development was. Because Jordan Love is now poised to be one of the ultimate, you know, one, ra- one of those top tier guys. Just lay, lay it out there, John. You'd rather have Jordan Love than Jalen Hurts moving forward, right? I mean, I would. Yes. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, I, I would. Based I, on the way that I, they just played. That's an overreaction in my I'll opinion. I'll tell you, James. We, give what it, what give would you it, say last year in the Super Bowl? Like, it's such I, an James overreaction. But I just want you to mark down January 22nd, 2024. I'm serious. Three years from now, let's revisit. Jordan Love or Jalen Hurts? I'll play I, the I, audio and make fun of you guys. I don't, Jaylen, even, I don't even blink. Jalen needs Love. He needs help. He needs brought along properly with the right coaches, the right staff, and he didn't get that this year. Right, he can't go. be a passive uh, person on this train. He was passive this year. Well, I'll say this. The the article from Joe Santaliquido, and we'll get to it shortly, certainly there are elements of it that do not speak well for Hurts and the perception in the locker room, frankly, which is a whole – Another thing that unfortunately might have played in all of this. We'll, we'll get to that shortly. Let's get to Mike right now, giving us a, a call. Michael, good morning. Good morning, everybody. What's up, Mike? Uh, man, it was uh, – well, I tell you, I, got, I had a bunch of takeaways watching uh, the games this weekend. I mean, you know, I, I, I could watch it and I had to stop watching. Was watching and stop watching. <laughs> we, are, we are so mediocre compared to these other teams. Like, there's not just one or two things. You know, there. I mean, the checklist is long. The checklist is long. I agree with that. The speed of these teams. That I mean, it made me think back to watching the Eagles, and I'm like, we looked like we were just playing in in quicksand or or wet sand. Like these guys were so fast this weekend, and just the heart and the the, the defense is just getting to the Mike. Ball. Mike, let me tell let me tell you something. Look, I, I'm not saying there's aren't there's not Eagles players that don't play with heart. There are. But let me just say this. Pacheco might might try harder than 10 Eagles players combined. That guy is one of the slightest, not necessarily smallest, but one of the slightest running backs I've ever seen. But he packs a punch as a football player. You know who he reminds me of? You know who he reminds me of? I mean, in, in, in just exactly what you said, the way he packs the punch, yeah. he reminds me of Walter Payton in, in that regard. <laughs> I was going to say oh, Marion wow. Barber, but you want to go Walter Payton, go for it. Uh, but, okay, but, but same type of runner. He, like, impo- you know, like, he imposes physicality on bigger defenders yeah. when they try to tackle him. Yeah. I mean, it's really impressive, that guy. Yeah, like you're not hitting me. I'm hitting you. Correct. And Walter did do that. That, and that's where that's where I make the comparison. I know. You know, I, I know. Kind of, kind of ends there. And, I mean, and then the play design. And you know, every team has got pre-snap motion. Every single team has got is using utilizing the middle of the field, cr- doing all these crossing patterns. Where you know what? And it kind of dawned me yesterday. One, one of the other importances of using the middle of the field, and it's, we kind of forgot this because our team doesn't do it. Like you see, you see defenders bumping into each other. They're getting confused. Basically, what teams were doing to us all season long, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, we were making it so easy for our competition this year. So we have a lot of work to do, boys. I which agree. Is why, which is why I actually, 
am okay with Nick staying because you know what? We have so much work to do. There's not just a quick fix, one, two, three. And Howie and Jeffrey, they said we're going to hire a guy who's going to learn on the job. And you know what? Nick has been learning on the job through the good times. And, guys, if you're going to be fair, if you're going to hire someone who's learning on the job, you got to allow them to learn on the job in the bad times. So I'm ready to roll with Nick for another year. Mike, except, except if the coach you're expecting to learn on the job is significantly worse than what you expected, that he performed significantly below – I mean, just like the bare minimum well, that, of what I was hoping that for. That and also if you wasted a unique opportunity with exceptional talent on the offensive side of the ball during a time when Jalen's contract wasn't yet crushing the salary cap structure. Oh, because, guys, trust me when I tell you, you're, think about. you're not going to have Devontae Smith and oh. A.J. Brown and this offensive line and Dallas Goddard all together forever. You're just and Jalen. And that's why we have to make the coaching better. Yeah. That's why this coaching staff is not going to be good enough. All right, Mike, best performance this century in a movie. Who was it? All right, James is the one that turned me on to this movie. That's Daniel Day Lewis in There Will Be Blood. Oh, you got it. Amazing. It's a, it's a perfect answer. You might vote for that one, James? Yes. Okay, we'll see. I'll tell you what I'm going to vote for. Uh, a game we're going to play with Richie here because every once in a while we got to play a game here on WIP. Now, the game changes. The game changes. But I thought of John this weekend on two different occasions as a football player. John Richie, football player. Mm. Let, let's play a little game here. Let's play a game called. Uh, the game is called How Mad Would Football Player John Richie Be? <laughs> if, 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 if. He was a teammate of not one but two different kickers this weekend from pro football. All right, let's examine the situation. First, you have the Packers game. Packers are kicking a field goal. There's about seven minutes to go in that game. If the kicker makes a totally reasonable to make field goal, like 41 yards or something like that, if he makes it, Packers are going to have a seven-point lead with like six or seven minutes to go. It's going to just put him in a whole different spot. Not only does he miss it, but I find out after the game that kicker entering the game had missed either a kick or a field goal in nine of the last 11 games. Oh, nine. unbelievable. So it's now 10 out of 12. Why is he on that team? He missed six extra points it's this year. It's so easy to go out and find a guy who can kick better than that. You've missed nine yeah. out of 11 And they drafted him. And they, said that's why, they said that's why they were keeping him because he was a draft pick this year. They believed in his what future, blah, blah, blah. All right, so that's exhibit one. Exhibit two, obviously, is the Bills kicker last night. By the way, that was, you know, just a tremendous football game. It was fun to watch. It really was. Um, credit to Mahomes. Also credit to the Chiefs' defense, which eventually stood up and, and made a fight. I mean, the Chiefs' defense is one of the best in football, and they really did stymie Josh Allen late in that game, although clearly Diggs should have caught that pass deep, and that could have changed uh-huh. the game. But, John, if you are a Bills player and you just laid it on the line, your forehead is bleeding, your body is hurting, yeah, and the Bills kicker, Misses a kick, end of the game that seals your fate. John Richie. gotten cold for a second as he had to take his uh, jacket <laughs> off to go do that. All right, work. John, in the game called, how would John Richie react? The good thing is we don't nah. we don't have to wait. We just ask it. How would you react? I would I would lose. I there's no consolation for that sort of thing. Losing a game on the leg of a kicker, there's nothing that saves it. I mean, ever, ever, and you'll never forgive that kicker. Like he might be your teammate next year. You won't talk to him. You won't look at him. You won't interact. You know what the crazy thing is, man? So I know you have no sympathy for the guy. I don't have to ask you. I know you don't. I I do. Like, I saw that guy sitting on the bench, and I just thought, man, I feel bad for that guy. You know what? Take – if you feel bad on that bench, buddy, (laughs) go harness that and and kick 10,000 kicks every single day. And for every kick, think about every single teammate you let down with that swing of your leg. You got one, one gig. You got to cover the rest of these guys, man. They're going out there. They're they're destroying themselves. I know they are for your benefit, kicker. Yeah, get yeah. out there and do your job and do it right. It's a rough way to lose, and especially for a franchise that obviously has the all-time example of missing a kick at the wide the right, no less. Yeah, oh. wide right. I mean, unbelievable. Wide right. Matter of fact, let's hear Kevin Harlan's call. Because, you know, I mean, obviously I thought this was going – look, I thought Mahomes was coming back down the field and the Chiefs were going to win that, the game that, anyway. That's, I think, the big thing. I think Mahomes yeah. would have won anyway. I do, too. So. I do, too. I don't know. 
Oh, John, a minute 40. John, had, it's a minute 30. I something. know. They barely stopped I him. know he does. They I, barely stopped him. I get it. But we saw in that game that the Bills had something special, especially in the first oh, half. Oh, I don't they agree, running, man. They were running the heck out of the football. It was like I, I felt like they could get back to that secret recipe at some point, maybe. You know why the Chiefs? And run it out. You know why the Chiefs are better? Run it out. Because of Mahomes. He's just the best player in the world. I know James is saying Lamar. I disagree. Oh, and I, I Look, I'm not saying he's above Mahomes. In general, I'm just saying Lamar has been the best player this season. Would you take Lamar over Mahomes no, this weekend? I, I this weekend get, coming up? Not no, but I think the Ra- I, w- I would take the Ravens. I, I think the Ravens are better, but no, I, you have to take Mahomes in one game. All right, listen, listen to the kick. Kevin Harlan's amazing. What a disaster this was for Buffalo. Tyler Bass will try a 44-yard field goal to tie. The wind at his back. The snap is good. The ball put down. The kick is Ooh. up. And no good. Wide right. Wide right. The Bills kicker missed a field goal. Wide right. <laughs> Look, at least. You hear the, the laughter in the background. I know. At least, at least the Eagles didn't lose that way. Yeah, they just lost. Uh, what was it? 31 to. What was the square of that game? 32 to 9. Yep. 32 to 9. So we dis- got blown out. Yeah, well, so Desai gone. Patricia gone. You know who they can get you on if they want him? Yeah, good old Chip Kelly. A report came out this weekend. Imagine this. A report this weekend that the chipper is actually drawing interest around the NFL. I don't really care. I, Chip, I hear you. The coach of UCLA. But if you want to be an offensive coordinator, John, apparently, according to Pro Football Talk, NFL teams are inquiring whether Chip wants to take over an off. What a joke. The whole thing's a joke. Let's go to the phones. Let's get to Hassan right now. Hassan, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Hassan. You know, I've been watching these games all weekend, and it's crazy. My biggest takeaway is not quarterback play. It is a little in the sense of watching quarterbacks run the offense. Our quarterback should be running. Everyone's like, why are we running the RPO? Why aren't we catering to our quarterback? Because Patrick Mahomes, since we want to give him the number one quarterback in that, not that he isn't, but he runs an RPO. Andy Reid catered the offense to fit his quarterback that he had. The number one takeaway is how good Kansas City defense is coming up. I thought the same. Young. That's a big one, man. I Listen, they were second this year in the league in defense, and there is a great chance they're going to win the Super Bowl because they made – massive defensive improvements from last year to this year. Massive. And you know how they made them? That's a point at Howie. So we got coaching and general managing because they had the second youngest defense as well in the NFL. As well with being second, they're the second youngest defense in the NFL. That means they went out and they hit on their draft picks. They're, they're not expecting their half a billion dollar quarterback since we're so caught up on Jalen 250. They're not expecting their half-a-billion-dollar quarterback to do it by himself and, and play defense as well. They have coordinators mm. that, that put a good game plan, plan out. So when, it's, when yeah. it's only 27 points that they put up and they need to stop a hot Josh Allen, they're doing that. Yeah, they did at the end. They found a way, man. And, and look, I think Josh Allen's a great player. And he, I thought for the most part he played a great game. And but, they had a plan that was working. That first half, man, they were shoving the ball right down the Chiefs' throat. Well, neither team it, was getting it. stopped, for what it's worth. I mean, oh. I don't think there was a punt in the first half. You know, yeah. I, I, eventually it was just that the uh, that the Chiefs ran out of time at the end of the first Steve half. Steve Spagnuolo is truly a marvel. You know, Steve Spagnuolo is – he's our guy. I, I, you I mean, to tell me. I know. He was on the staff here with Andy. You know, there was a, there was a, a couple years back, I, I think I told you, I was out trick or treating with my kids yeah. near my kids' you know middle school, and we went up to a house. Ring the doorbell, hey Spags, what's up? Spags was like it was the year that he took off in between, yeah. and he was living right here, you know, with us. I know. And and John, then John, he, he li- took off for Kansas City like shortly, shortly. He listens. He listens to our show. He's told me he listens to our show. He's he's, he's like he's one of us. I, man. Well, like we should be so proud of of the way that he's coaching that defense up, man. That defense is carrying the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, they're not carrying them because you got yeah, Mahomes. Their offense, their offense didn't get them where they are right now. But it's not Mahomes' fault. That guy is unbelievable. Right. 
but the defense has been yeah. the consistent right, Hassan, part of that team this whole season. Hassan, give me a great answer, man. You can win Green Day tickets. The the best performance this century in a movie is by who? How about coming up on what I'm waiting on, baseball season, Chadwick Bozeman as Jackie Robinson. Yeah, that's a good answer too, man. I like that answer a lot. By the way, speaking of people that listen to our show, i got to give another shout-out here. Um, he didn't play much yesterday, and he doesn't play much often. Um, but congrats to that Lions running back, Craig Reynolds. He barely plays, John. But, you know, he's an, he scored a touchdown yesterday. Went to Abington High School, went to Kutztown. And he told me a couple years ago he also listens to our show. So Willow Grove dude that's, you know, being in, plays in the NFL and really nice guy. I met him a couple years ago, listens to our show a lot, you know, in the offseason. So, anyway, congrats to, the, congrats to Abington High School. And I was really surprised that they had him in the game. I mean, at it, that was, moment. it was like falling like the seven-yard line. They're like, let's put him in. Yeah. Okay. He's a tough runner. Touchdown, man. man. Yeah. He'll Touchdown. put his head down and run right through you. So, if you're Boston Scott, you see that, you're ticked off. You're like, what about me? Wait, I, I can't I, – I never merit a carry? I mean, their backup running back who doesn't play much gets the balling. John, I, I cannot believe – if I'm if Boston If you're a Scott, running back – Oh, my like, God. Go go to one of these teams that actually uses five running backs. It's just ridiculous, and they never. There are teams out there that use five a bunch. I know. And John, I don't mean this. Look is, at the Baltimore Ravens. Well, and they already lost two running backs this year, including their starter <laughs> right out of the gate. And I mean, this yeah. is no disrespect to DeAndre Swift, who I thought did a really nice job for the Eagles this year. But they never, ever, 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 ever pulled frickin' Rashad Penny out of the mothballs to see what he's got. To really find, I don't mean a carrier two. I mean, give the guy 10 carries and, fi- like, even in the Giants game, even in the Giants game, find out what yeah. he's got. Yeah, what what was that? What did you accomplish? I mean, maybe that? he's just cooked. Maybe he's as cooked as Shaq Leonard and Bayard, and maybe they just know. That is possible. Why does it feel like every other team out there has a real stable of, of young backs that are explosive and exciting? Like, you, you can't wait to get them touches. And then we have, I don't know, like Kenny Gainwell. I know. It's it's Kenny Gainwell is in there getting touches that I detest. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we got let's get to Schefter because while he's not reporting that Sirianni's definitely staying, he's indicating that it's likely. Here's what Schefter said on Saturday. Meetings continue to go on between the Eagles and their head coach, but they lost on Monday night. He's still the head coach now. And so the signs continue to point to Nick Sirianni returning, nothing official, conversations ongoing. There are expected to be changes on the defensive side of the football. But right now, Nick Sirianni still has a job, and it's trending to staying that way. All right, trending to staying that way. Look, it's Monday morning, and a happy good Monday to all of you. It's now been six days since last Tuesday morning when Jeffrey Lurie woke up after the Eagles got smoked on the Monday night. It's now been, you know, you want to say seven days since Monday night, but I'll say six days since last Tuesday. And he's still got the gig. It's been three days since Lurie and Sirianni met on Friday. And he's still got the gig. Now, I said earlier, and I'll say it again, I don't like the decision, at least to this point. And I'm guessing that there are three things that might be saving Sirianni. Number one, that Lurie and how we believe Hurts let the team down as much or more than Sirianni. Certainly possible they believe that. Number two, that Howie's defensive personnel was a total joke. And it's hard to completely blame the coach when you have maybe the worst defense in football. Number three, if Lurie and Howie know that they were the ones that both hired Patricia and then inserted Patricia in in early December, that's a that's a that's a shaky ground to then fire the the coach. I mean that's that's shaky ground. But you know, I still thought it looked bad. I still thought it looked like a firing, but Maybe it won't be. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. We'll get to this Joe Sandal Liquido report about Jalen and the Eagles coming up shortly. Let's get to Mike in Conchahawken. Hi, Mike. Hey, we're all having a blast today. So, um, you know, anyway. Um, and that, was, that, was, that was sarcasm, right? <laughs> you can only come away when the week's done with, like, four words, you know, excruciating, infuriating, lucky, and odd. You know, I mean, granted, we all know that, we probably went to some two tight end or some other type of. How offense. about six offensive linemen? I said that before the Bucks game. 
We were all talking we're about gonna, how, how to stop the blitz. Yeah. I said, how about a six lineman? We're, we're going to get to that. My God. We're, we're going to get to that. It's sure. And you saw consider that this weekend. Go ahead. Consider ourselves lucky that we're not waking up to nine feet and no ring in Buffalo, who should have won that game. And, you know, it's so odd to just see those stalwarts as, you know, Derek Barnett and Ronald Darby and Russell Douglas in the play, you know, with great teams. So that aside, but let's, you know, before I get into the, the main, um, you know, statement with John specifically, I do want to ask you, you know, is this defense, is Carter, Davis, and Smith, and Kobe a true foundation that will come around in a year and a half or two, right? That's, that's number one. And then here's my statement, and John, you, you know, we both have to live with this, is that we all know the sun rises and sets with, with Mr. Jeff Stoutland, but like beloved Frank and beloved Doug, who the game is bypassed, please explain to me how this – three step back and anchor works because it lost the game yesterday for the bills. It's losing our games that, you know, we're not doing extra max protection with, you know, Goddard in the backfield, or I don't care. I'll put Jalen Carter back there to block. We need, you know, to not pick up these blitzes and to have no cohesion on the offense. I mean, we look, you know, I think overrated offensive line has to be right up there also, you know, I don't know what the three steps back and anchor thing is that you just referred to. I I know that we didn't have a plan. I I know that. Here's a play. Watch this play from yesterday that, you know, um, Josh is going back. The left tackle allows, you know, Frank Clark to come in. And basically it's the same thing with Jalen every week. I mean, you know, again, as Lane comes back and as, you know, my lot come back, they're basically tired. With with Jalen, Mike. Right? Mike, one one of the things Jalen never does. So a lot of the blitz stuff is not Jalen's fault. But I will tell you one thing: Jalen essentially never does. Step up in the pocket when pressure comes from his side. He always tries to outflank the guy like it's an eighteen hundred cavalry in the Civil War. I'm going to outflank you instead of just doing what like Dan Marino. Dan Marino had zero wheels, but you know what he knew? You know where it gets safer for two seconds. Step up, eyes downfield, arm ready to freaking throw the ball. And Jalen doesn't do that, and it hurts the Eagles' offense a dramatic, dr- dramatically. Gets flushed a little bit. They need to set up a little bit more mobile because he's too, too small to throw directly over the middle. He needs to be a little mobile, which means our linemen need to I think to that be is part of the problem. I, I do. Mike, that's, that's a really important part of this I, whole scheme. That's a pretty the, good the point. Whole, yeah, the whole equation. It is hard to see. It is clustery and, and you know, a lot of people, a lot of movement, a lot of just bad stuff. Who's there. been shorter than him in recent years? So you had He's you had Bree, you had Breeze and you got the Arizona guy. Yeah. And Well, you got Kyler Murray who's Well, that's what smaller. I mean, Arizona guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, Arizona guy. Um, is that about it? Is Baker Mayfield on the small side? He looks yes. a, he oh, looks yeah, a little for small. Sure. Yes. I mean, but Baker J- Mayfield's probably six feet. Tall, but Jalen's on the small side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was the first thing that we you noticed. And I both that's noticed. right. When we saw him at camp, I, I I thought, wow, he looks so much more running backish than I expected. Yeah. All right, Mike. Mike, give me a big time answer. Best performance this century yeah, in a movie. I am going to give you a big time answer, and you know, Joe, I love you, and uh, you know, I'm going to respect Heath, and even though I would go with with Jack because we need a bunch of more wonderful toys, right? Him as the Joker was was number, but I'll, but out of respect for you, I'm going to go with Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny Cash. Uh, I think that yeah. was this century. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Joaquin Phoenix, who's probably got a couple different things that could be in here, as Johnny Cash was good. John, have you seen the Napoleon movie yet? No, Joaquin, you should see it, man. It's yeah. I mean, I I will. It's not spectacular. If you notice, it didn't take the nation over. It's not like oh, Napoleon movie comes comes out. Is All right, it everyone. Too long? Uh, no, it's not okay. too long. It held my, I mean, it's a little long for sure, but I, I just, it's very good, but it's not truly great. You know, it just, it's the most basic way I can put it. It's very good, but it's not truly great. Um, all right. Well, when I'm in the mood for something good, I'll bear it in mind. Yeah. I'm looking for great. Uh, watch Oppenheimer. Fargo. Fargo has been You should watch Oppenheimer. Great. Oppenheimer's great. Well, I saw John. Oppenheimer. Oh, you saw that it? Okay. was great. Well, it was great. great. It was great, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Great. It's unbelievable. I had no idea that he was uh, the Lothario. That what does that mean, Lothario? Wow, it's WIP. We're not at Stanford. Yeah, the ladies. Okay, the ladies, man. Well, I didn't know what Lothario means. For the love of God, did you know he was like that? 
I, I didn't know much about Oppenheimer yeah. other than they built a bomb. I don't know about Oppenheimer. Fascinating. All right. Stuff. All right. He's with Lothario. Rhea, did you know Lothario? Yeah, everybody knows yeah. what yeah. Lothario what? is. Lothario? people know what Lothario Listen, means. less than 50% of people know Lothario. I think you're being a little think... bit no, uh, denigrating no, no, to our audience no, that they don't know Lothario. No, True. no, Lothario. All right. So, all right, Seltzer, I might need you to rev an engine because we have a Joe Santa Liquido. People remember from from like four or five years ago. Santa Liquido's article on Carson. It's like the Indy 500. Rev your engines, ladies and gentlemen, because overnight Santa Liquido dropped a Santa Liquido bomb. Well, it's not really a bomb. It's not a full bomb. It's it's not Oppenheimer with the with the nuke. But um, all right. So Santa Liquido, who of course very notably years ago wrote the Carson piece, and he got lambasted for it. And it turns out, you know, he really was on point. I mean, let's be real. I mean, what he what he wrote eventually really surfaced for for everyone to see in much greater detail. Um, it, this is not just a, an expose on Jalen. Let me be clear. It's about the whole Eagles team. It's entitled uh, "A Closer Look at the 2022." A closer look at the 2023 Eagles' historic collapse. And the subheadline is NFL sources dish on why Philadelphia's season went wrong uh, for Bleeding Green Nation. Now, a, a lot to digest here. Let's focus on the Jalen part, which is like at least half the article. And it's, it's pretty much where the article starts under the sort of category of fixing the quarterback. So there are some elements, you know, in here, obviously, that indicate there's a lot that's not Jalen's fault. John, we know this. We know there's a lot that's not Jalen's fault. But we also know there are parts that are Jalen's fault. And what we're all trying to figure out is how much of it is Jalen's fault and how much relates to his play and how much is sort of his personality that's causing issues and divisions and tension and content, you know, all that. Um all right, let's just start where the article starts when it talks about Jalen. First sentence is not a good one for him. First sentence. Sources within and around the team say Jalen Hurts changed since signing the big $255 million contract extension. His accessibility to the media fans and teammates has been limited. Now, it's okay not to have accessibility to fans. And, teammates? And, and, and media, <laughs> but it's not good to have less accessibility to teammates. Um, The article says he became less accessible this season according to numerous sources. All right, so that's sort of a starting point. Now, again, I can't read all of it. It's a lot of twists and turns in here. The the article goes on to say this. There are two versions of Jalen Hurts. The public, some of the fan base, sees a leader. His teammates may not. Sources close to and around the team say Hertz should have been a better leader and is capable of being a better leader. It says he shuts himself off from others and defers to A.J. Brown, referencing A.J. Brown's leadership skills. Um, article says the following. One source. The night out. You know, the, the, the yeah. A.J. Brown bring everyone together. Makes Yep, that yeah. would be an example. Um, the article says this. One source on the team. So on the team, to me, it sounds like he's talking about a teammate. One source on the, on the team described Hertz as a, quote, good dude who sometimes does not realize he does sometimes does not realize he's acting like a prima donna bleep. I don't know what that bleep. I don't know if that begins with a, an S or an F or an A. I don't know what that bleep. Yeah, probably an A. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it says multiple sources close to and inside the Eagles confirmed this. That's not good. Uh, the article does say, and this is a good distinction, it says uh, it was emphatically stated, according to numerous sources, that Hertz is not like the other guy, meaning Carson, saying implication being there's personality issues, but it's not as deep-rooted and problematic as Carson's got to. When so things went wrong with Carson, he would point fingers rather than get back up Santa Liquido. That is correct. Suggested. That is correct. They're saying he's saying Jalen will get back up off the ground. That's right. 
Carson did not. Carson did not. And it could be any number of other issues, personality related, you know, coachability or or whatever. I mean, I'm speculating there. But, yes, it does state that there's a a difference between Carson and Jalen in that regard. All right. An improvement. A major improvement. A noticeable difference that's better. Correct. All right. Two examples that he gives from late in the Eagles season that, you know, according to Joe's reporting, talking to people, could be a bad sign for how it ended and theoretically where it goes with regard to what people think of it. The first example he gives, if you remember, late in the season, final game against the Giants, or maybe this was the first game against the Giants in, in December. Um, actually, no, he references January 7th. So I guess this would be, yeah, this would be the last game. The Giants linebacker on a brotherly shove play, push-tush, that uh, leaped over the line and, and hit Hurts. And, and basically, as the, as the article says, not one teammate came running to Hurts' defense. Now, to be fair, this gets in a little bit of a gray area. You go run to his defense, you could get a 15-yard penalty. You don't, you're not going to get a 15-yard penalty. I discounted this point. I don't make much of that either. I agree with you. Because no player wants to get a 15-yard penalty. But it is star quarterback. It stuck out to me. It, 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 I noticed it. It's, it's like a, hmm. I always just, I told you last week, I remembered when Jason Peters, when yeah. somebody came after Nick Foles, you know, right. he, he went after him. There is a way, normally, to indicate to the opposing player, hey, not cool, man, back up without the 15-yard penalty. But, you know, players want to be careful on that. All right, another example that San Lucas article highlights, it's like, uh, you know, just sort of take stock of this. And we talked, I think, once last week about this. We perhaps should have talked more about it. There was so much going on last week. It's the play shortly before the sack for the safety. When the Eagles were still in the game, it's third quarter. They're not going anywhere, but they still had a shot. They're only down by seven points, losing 16-9, three minutes left in the third quarter. And Kenny Gainwell has that ridiculous play where he starts right and reverses field. Like he's Walter Payton that actually can pull it off, but you know he's Kenny Gainwell and he can't. And it really wasn't anywhere to go. But as he reverses field and comes back toward the end zone and back toward the middle of the field, you know Jalen has a chance to block Devante Levante David and John just totally did not. And Joe, in the film study, mm-hmm. in that meeting, I promise you the coach said Jalen did the right thing. I promise you. Boy, you just got to put a shoulder in there, man. It's 20 minutes left in the season. No. They, uh, 20 minutes saying, left in the season. They've been saying all day, every day, mm. protect yourself, protect yourself, protect yourself. Jalen, turn that down. Jalen, don't even think about 20 it. 20 minutes left don't in the season, Don't even think though? about this it. This is in yes, October. because you're, you're not looking at the season as 20 minutes left to it. Well, I you're need to You're going to look playing, at that. You're going to keep playing indefinitely. This, mm. is, this is, yes, this is a conundrum because the, the, he can't be right. This is sorry, too well, bad, Jalen. Look, you, you and will I, always be wrong in this situation. You and I see that Whether one. Whether he wants to hit him or not, I get he's it. not allowed to hit that guy. I, according to his coaches, I don't know that to be true. Who but, I hope he listens to. Well, look, I do think they told him this year to be more protective of himself, and that's important. But twenty minutes ago in the season, I, I didn't like it. All right, article goes on to say this because then it gets into some some more nitty gritty about his actual play. So. You skip on down further, and it says, the biggest gripe about Hurts internally, according to a multitude of sources, is that he failed to get the ball out fast enough this season. He ended the 2023 season ranked 42nd out of 45 quarterbacks with a minimum of 20% of the snaps for their team in average time to throw, that it was 3.11 seconds to release, whereas last year it had been 2.86 seconds. Now, this obviously gets into a funky territory because on one hand, you know, players, wide receivers are running down the field, not turning around. So it's hard to throw when no one's looking. On the other hand, you know, you wonder, is that because Jalen's not great at it? And then they don't sort of try to play that way. Hard to know. I mean, hard to know. But these are the things we've speculated on. What was clear was that he was holding on the ball longer, which, by the way, is something Carson himself was doing as well for what it's worth um so i mean look it's 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 a long piece it's got a lot of stuff um it does reference obviously as we know that the salary cap implications get worse as time goes on and to be very clear this article is not only about jalen the jalen part represents about half of the article there's stuff about you know the coaching staff there's stuff about the defense i mean there's a lot of stuff in here um and this is not even remotely as damning 
as the as the Carson piece, you know, back after what was it, Seltzer? After the 2019 season, right? Correct. Yep. But you know, it does it does lay out a lot, including by the way, a couple of um, a couple of words you never want to hear associated with a quarterback, let alone a 250 million dollar quarterback. At one point, the article says the following: He, meaning Carson, he, excuse me, he meaning Jalen, he has been described as, and this is according to who Santa Laquita talked to. Sounds like it's people on the team and not on the team. He has been described as, quote, detached, stoic, isolated, unapproachable. So that's not good. And, of course, I wonder to what extent this all ties into the Sirianni decision. Are they keeping Sirianni because Lurie and Howie feel that it's more of a Jalen issue than a Sirianni issue? Don't you think Lurie's got to be having flashbacks? Yes. I mean, and he's got to wonder. I mean, yeah, I if know. this guy can fix it, you know, Doug I couldn't. Know. Doug couldn't. That's right. And by the way, nobody could. No, and clearly, yes. You know, that became the other legacy of Carson. It wasn't really a Doug thing. So, John, just your your first impression. I mean, this is the kind of thing we could be talking about for for weeks to come, and and will to varying degrees. Um, and this is only one of many articles that have come out in the last you know few days. What do you make of some of their of of what's presented in the article? I thought it was stunning, some of the stats that Joe Santa Liquido produced. Uh, I think the one that spoke the most to me, he ended, Jalen Hurts ended 2023, 42nd in the NFL in average time to throw. Yeah. 42nd. With great receivers, by the way. <laughs> yeah, really great receivers. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's, that's not the way a great offense Functions. But there can be the it's case. It's all about timing. But it it's can all be the about, case. You get to that back. You get to that back foot. Right. You let the ball go. It's timing. You don't even your your receiver's not even looking right. at you. It's just well, timing. that's the problem. It's it's a it's we're a, nowhere close to that. Right. This offense is nothing like those professional type offenses. And I was hoping it would be more of a blend of the old with the new. You know, the West Coast with this right. new, impossible to stop when you do it right. RPO system. We totally missed that mark yeah. and got worse at both, both systems. Well, we'll take your reaction. What do you, what do you make of, of this article? Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.